Hi everyone and welcome to our another Getting to Know Our Members, part of Hidden, Hidden Treasures and as part of Black History Month. Today I have with me Arin. Welcome Arin. Welcome, thank you Matt. And tell me and everybody else here, uh, tell us about you. Well, my name is Irene Bonsu Nikwe. I come from Ghana, West Africa. Um, my father was a girl, my mom a Fanti, my girl from Accra, and my mom from Fanti, the Western region. But we lived in Kumasi, uh, the Ashanti region. My father was a health superintendent with the council. The, the Kumasi City Council, and my mom was a nurse midwife. I'm the fifth of seven children, and um, I'm a nurse by profession and retired at the moment. And I will tell you why I became a nurse in a minute. <laughs> Fantastic, Karen. That sounds really good. And did, did you say that uh, you was one of seven? Uh, no, I, yeah, I'm, I am the fifth of seven, yeah, one uh -huh. of seven. Wow, that's fantastic. That's that's a lot. And just for those who don't know Ghana much, whereabouts is uh, Kumasi uh, in Ghana? Kumasi is at uh, the Ashanti region of Ghana. Mm -hmm. yeah, they are the Ashantis. And Accra, I think I can't, it might be, um, well, to be frank, <laughs> to be specific, Accra, I know, is south. And Kumasi is somewhere in the middle of Accra, of Ghana, you know, yeah, <laughs> that's what I say. <laughs> yeah, and because a few years ago, it's more than a few years ago, I went to Ghana and I actually preferred Banku to Fufu. Uh, what uh -oh. do you prefer? What do you like, Karin? Well, my my uh, 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 look my Accra people we like banku. It's a staple food. Yeah, banku and okra soup, Ooh, okra yeah. stew, or mm. okra soup, or uh, tilapia, you no know, grilled tilapia and hot pepper, plus the fried pepper, you know the black pepper season. Mm. Yeah, so that's my uh, staple food really, um, and kinky. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, yeah. I, when I went there, I, I absolutely loved it. And there's a picture of my Facebook uh, page where I'm eating <laughs> Banku, and I'll put it on here, and it's yeah. all over my face. I'll, I'll put it on a picture of um, on this for people to see later on. And and there's me, and I've got I've got all over my face, and um, and I'm starting to eat it with two hands, nice. and says one hand, one hand. So I'll put a picture up on here to embarrass everybody but food is a good way isn't it Irene for people yes, to get yes. to know each of his traditions yeah I remember when my children were young when they were eating banku and okra soup we have to have to put some apron on them you know napkins and things like that but I did it without any problem any issues at all but they've learned and now they know how to handle it yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> great yes <laughs> and um, so we're looking at hidden treasures and uh, as part of Black History Month, getting to know our members, particularly our ladies, as the theme this year is our champions, our women, remembering our women through Black History Month. And you briefly mentioned about nursing. And I wondered, Irene, if you could tell people about 
you know, a bit about your story, what you did, how did you come to nursing and, and where you are now? Um, in fact, my, because my mom was a nurse midwife, she persuaded my elder sisters to go into nursing, but none of them, uh, you know, um, complied. <laughs> and so uh, I think my mom was a bit sad and I'm the youngest of the, of the, of the girls. And so, well, I wanted to be a dentist, but my mom, my mom uh, uh, said to me, Irene, do be a nurse for me. If you do it passionately, it can take you to heaven. And when my mom said that, my mom was a local preacher. She was evangelist even in her young days. And so when she said, I really touched me. And I said, who doesn't want to go to heaven? I'll be a nurse. And in fact, I did it with passion. Mm. I'm not boasting. Yeah, if I boast, I'll boast in the Lord Jesus Christ. But yeah. I did a nursing with, with, with passion. And I think I had a blessing from it. Yeah. Mm. And um, I look, looked at your Facebook picture, uh, your WhatsApp picture, and yeah. you've got a different picture. And it looks like it's a picture of in uniform, um, but it's not nursing uniform. What What is that uniform that, um, that I can see? Well, when I finished my nursing, I did midwifery and I trained in public health nursing. And then I joined the Ghanaian army and I rose to the rank of a major. Wow. Okay, that's that's a that's a big thing, isn't it? And that so that's the picture that I, I can see on there. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah, so Aaron, when did you when did you move into the into the UK? Uh, 1991, like March 1991, yeah. Mm. And mm. and you have chil children over here. The children, yeah, four children, uh, uh, four children, three girls and a boy. Yeah, yeah. So we're all in here. Yes. And you've had lots of roles at Muswell Hill. Currently, you're the uh, nine o'clock communion steward. But how long have you been at Muswell Hill for, Irene? Uh, since nineteen ninety one. When I came, when we moved into Muswell Hill after you know, uh, packing our things and that um, we went one evening looking for church, going around Maswell Hill mm -hmm. looking for Methodist church. And then um, when we were directed, they have finished Shirley and the, and, uh, 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 Richard Clutterback and mm -hmm. the, 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 the council members, they have finished meeting. And so I met them at the, at the car park. And I introduced myself to them. And so from that time, we started coming to the church and it was in the middle of 1991. Mm. Yeah. That's, that's mm. wonderful. And, um, and ever since you've been, that, you've been coming um, faithfully yeah. um, until you, unless you're in Ghana. Um, yes, yes. And then, and then obviously you'll be in your church in, in Ghana. Um, Methodism's big, isn't it, Irene, in yes, Ghana? Yes, yes, it is, really. And uh, I was, my father was a Presbyterian, and but my mom was a Methodist, mm. a sound Methodist. And so we were all Methodists. All the children <laughs> followed my mom to Methodist church. And so my dad, after he finished um, Presbyterian church, I think they finished a bit earlier than us. So to come and wait for my mom and, and collected for us, and then uh, you know would take us home. Mm. Mm. So I love Methodism in Ghana actually, and I started as a youth. Mm. 
yeah, we did evangelism. We went to villages around and did evangelism, and I really enjoyed it. I must say, yes. That's really good. Uh, when I went to Ghana, were, I went to Calvary Methodist Church. And, oh. Yeah, it was big. And they have two services. You have, uh, I think it's the early one in Ghanaian, and then mm. the one in their dialect, and then one uh, in, in English in about 11 o'clock. But there was about 200, 300 people there. And for those who don't know about Methodism in Ghana, Aaron, tell us a bit about um, Methodism in Ghana. Um, how big are the congregations in Ghana? Well, it was um, when I Kumasi was a very a very big congregation, and I must say, some it might be about six hundred people in church at 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 a time. Uh, it was a story building. The ground level would be filled up. The top you know, will be uh, filled up. And um, when I came to Accra, I, I did my midwifery in Accra. I started attending Calvary Methodist Church. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and it was also a massive church, a huge church, a very big, big church. I don't want to commit myself and, uh, you know, uh, talk about numbers, but it, it was always packed, mm -hmm. always packed always packed and um, I really, really enjoyed it until I joined the army and there was the Garrison Methodist Church and I joined that women fellowship and all that and, you know, Bible reading, counseling, things and and that I was a, a, a great participant in that church, yes. That's really good. And, and I retired early and joined my husband, yeah. That's fantastic stories. It's good that we get to know our members, and Black History Month allows us to celebrate what we, ha who we have in our congregations. Mm. Shows it echoes equality, diversity, and inclusion. Mm -hmm. I wondered, Irene, looking at equality, diversity, and inclusion, mm -hmm. what would you like to see at Muswell Hill Methodist Church? Because when we Talk about welcoming and inclusion. A lot of churches get really defensive. Mm -hmm. They fail to see what is in front of them. And I wondered, Aaron, for equality, diversity and inclusion, what, what would you like to see at Muswell Hill Methodist Church? Well, I think now this is really, really much better, much relaxed and cordial. And I love it, I must say. Um... But we still need people. And I think demographically in the area of young people and young families, I think there's a gap. And I think we need to work on that area. Mm. You know, I think there has to be an outreach. Welcoming, welcoming them is the most important thing because that is how we can retain them in the church, you know. It doesn't take much when you see people, especially the young people. Maybe I was later on in my 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 career. I was counseling young people who had problems with with the police, and that was part part of my work. But I really enjoyed it. Because mm. my manager called me to say, if I had to employ somebody, it would be a full time. They might not do it well, but I know just just. Um, uh, 
sacrifice two hours and do it. Mm-hmm. And I, I did it. I, of course, yeah, that a little added a bit of money to my salary, but I really enjoyed it. It was hard, but I really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And so I think that area we need we need to we need to develop it. And it's just a simple a smile. And yeah. how are you? How's your name? It's the, it's the, the first time the person has come. How is your name and all that? If they continue coming, what do you do? And that's it. Mm. Now, young people, if you try to dive into their their private life, I think it's 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 something that deters them from you know from coming you know from from being part of you. Mm. That's how I think I will put it. And so, um, like sensitive questions, you don't need to ask them. Mm. And I, to be frank, I will be a bit a bit frank here. Um, some children, some of them have grown in from the church, and they now out. They've grown. They're working. Okay, they want to come, but they don't want to come in to be bombarded with questions. You will not ask them. Oh, what do you do? How is work? Whether, but when are you going to get married? Of course, it's not in the market. Otherwise, mothers will be purchasing for them. Yeah, you know, and it's that area is is quite a sensitive issue. And you know, nowadays, young people they want they want to they want to develop their profession, their, their security. You know, they want to develop that before they think even about about anyway. But I, that's what I maybe because of my experience, I told my children you need to achieve and then uh, secure your profession. And then if someone comes early, fine. Mm. If but yeah, but your priority is to is to secure a, a future for yourself. Mm. You see, because that is what really helped me through here when I was left here with four children, you, you see, and God, of course, mostly God. Yes. And so simple question, why are you, and there's just a smile. Mm-hmm. And I must say, I shouldn't be mentioning names, but to be frank, um, Auntie Theo, Azra, uh, and, and, and um, uh, De- Debbie, Mm. The, when she sees that, she, that she ask them how is work you do when they say it, you do well. That's a, the encar- young children. They need encouragement. Even adults, we need encouragement. Mm. How much more y- uh, young people? And this this country is not, not a country to live in. And so, uh, it's quite. I think it's quite a sensitive issue, and people shouldn't be talking about them. If there's going to be wedding bells, you hear it announced in the church. So have patience yeah. and don't bombard them. Yes, <laughs> because oh. we as mothers, we're not pushing them. We want them to take their time, find somebody, and then, you know, settle down. Mm. But yeah, yeah. So this is what I would say, that we need to develop the area of young people and young families uh, to make them, you know, to include them to make them comfortable when they come to make it an, an enjoyable place mm. you know yeah because they, they're not like us adults when we are going through something we say okay doesn't matter I'll go it doesn't matter I'm going to serve God there, there are so many churches now mm. yes 
and especially charismatic church they are very some maybe uh, some uh, uh, i tell you some they 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 have christ as the foundation some they are not and so we don't want them to go astray and this methodism needs to to build on how to develop young children young people in the church how to maintain them you know to retain them and for them to grow up and learn and learn and then become uh, us in future you see what i i mean yeah yeah so that, that that's really a problem of a problem of mine and i mm. have i i have been putting it into prayers that mm. if we are no more where will where would this church be yeah you know i think we have to ask ourselves where would they be so when they come just make them comfortable don't bombard them with with marriages and when are you good but, but you can just uh, oh have you is the or you can ask me or their mothers their parents have they found met somebody or in a nice way but if you do it in a in a, a humiliating way i think it's a way of sending that young people young uh, person out of the church and uh, i must say it's not nice mm. you know <laughs> you are and it's been really good to um you know to hear more about your story and your mm. for oswell hill and thank you for joining us it's been great to hear your story yeah. and continue to celebrate um black history month within uh, Oswell hill methodist church as we learn from history that we can also we can shape the future yes uh, for, for joining me Mm, 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 mm. I would really be happy to see a lot of young people in the church, but when they come, they have to be welcomed. The welcoming is is much important. A mm. smile. How are you? What's your name? If if the person has got a sensitive issue and he wants to speak to somebody about it, he himself or she or he himself will approach you, and there that sometimes they beat about the bush. Mm. But as an adult and experienced people, we can pinpoint what they are saying and in a jovial manner and things, they will reveal things to you. I don't know whether because it was my profession and things and that, because sometimes they will come, oh, uh, they will start with something else. I say, hey, because of this or that thing, they say, how did you know? Mm. You know, and it surprises them. So let them let them come to you with their with their problem. Let them trust you, mm. trust you that you are a favorable ground to plant something. You see, that's what I, I want Maswell Hill to be, to be because uh, uh, they, need, they, they, they we need to sustain that church and its young people that will take our place when we are no more, and they need to be accepted and welcomed and maintained in that church yes as well Irene, doesn't it of doing things in our churches for this the generation to come doing stuff in our churches that maybe we like we don't feel comfortable with mm-hmm. also um doing stuff that will help the people and and for some of us it's letting go of things for the sake yeah. of mm-hmm. isn't it? yes yes Letting go of things, mm. letting go of things, because sometimes, uh, well, the the world is growing and the, it's a whole new world. Mm. And we should use 
I will say tactics, you know? Yeah. If things change, you, you, you try to change, you know, to, to, to maintain the dynamics that is going. You shouldn't say this and, and that and that and before we used to do that and this. I mean, we need to progress. Mm. We need to progress and uh, the old things should go and new things should come. New way of the, of, of, of worshipping Christ mm. should be, yeah. And the new way is love. Mm. It's love. I always, when I talk to people, I say, you know, uh, before, well, when I was, I was brought up as a Christian and grew up as a Christian, but one-to-one -one with Christ is the most important thing because we are going to be judged according to our performance, what we did in secret and in light. Mm -hmm. And so I think, so I, 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 I assess myself because before, if you say anything to me and it's not pleasant, I will just I, I answer you back. Mm -hmm. This time, I will just watch you come to my house and pray, mm -hmm. go on my knees. And, um, if you don't stop, if you don't stop, I summon you to the judgment throne of God mm. because I need to have my peace. Because sometimes people people target you, whether they don't like you or not. I don't know. Mm. It's, it's outside the church. It's inside the church. You're saying hi. They not, they're not even looking at you to respond. That one, it doesn't bother me. But to pinpoint me and and and, and you know, I just don't want to go into details, but just that I say everybody should go to Galatians 5.22 and learn about the fruit of the, of the spirit because that is what makes us. Mm. And, and when I look at my life then and now, because I told God, I said, God, make me, make me what you want me to be. Mm. And then that passage came into me and I read it. And my what was my shortcoming? When, when I recite, it's nine in all. What was my shortcoming? I forget it. Mm. And I was, and then I, 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 I asked God, I said, God, why? That's my shortcoming. And I'm trying to memorize it to shape my life. And I keep forgetting. My brain is in your hands. Mm. And so help me. I cannot do it on my own. But I see that. Now people see me and they 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 highlight on what I lacked before mm. as 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 my as my strength. And so I, I, I've seen that maybe God has done it for me. God has done it for me because when I was here with the little that small children, and my mom told me it was my mom was my she said, you know, it's not human beings who looks after human beings, it's God who looks after human beings. Commit yourself to God and um and he will see you through. Lynn. Yes. And you know, when I started, I started. Are you going to ask me about my story a little? I'm, I'm just, uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm just drinking the soup before the fufu, as the Ghanaian uh, uh, adage goes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'll leave that and maybe I'll highlight on that. Yeah. Mm. Thank you, Aaron. It's been wonderful <laughs> to have you with us, and we look forward to hearing more about you uh, in the future. But thank you for joining us today. Yeah. Uh, thank you. Thank you.